Hello, everyone. Eric, how you been doing? Yeah, I've been doing all right. Hanging in. No complaints. Good, good, good. Well, been a interesting uh, two weeks. Oh, Got, definitely. Uh, WandaVision had its finale. And uh, that, I don't know. I, I'm I'm struggling to say this because I don't want to knock Iron Man three off of my the top of my list. But WandaVision is like it was the best thing I've seen Marvel do, I think. The end the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know? That that uh that finale was crazy. Yes, that was pretty oh pretty good. And uh we also had uh Coming to America debuted mm-hmm. just the other day. Uh, so let's see. Well you wanna start with the little things first? Um did Denzel watch the movie on HBO Max? <laughs> oh wow. You know I didn't think about that, but no. <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> no, uh, you said before we got on. You said you had you want to talk about uh, the leak. Speaking of HBO Max. Oh yeah, yeah. Might as well get that out of the way. You said you hadn't heard what happened. No. With this, um, <laughs> no, that's weird. So, um, in a couple of weeks, um, probably less than oh, a couple of weeks, on the eighteenth. Zack Schneider's Justice League is coming on, debuting on HBO Max, right. the f- four-hour version of his movie. So um, a couple of days ago, um, as you know, um, HBO was doing a releasing theatrically and HBO Max at the same time. And Tom and Jerry came out a week ago. So two days ago for two hours. If you clicked on the Tom and Jerry movie, the new Zack Schneider Justice League would play. The whole thing? Um, for two hours, as much as you can get. Because <laughs> it's, and um, they found out and they, they hurry up and took it off. And, <laughs> and you got your conspiracy theorists that, um, that think that um, several people at Warner Brothers um, purposely leaked it to sabotage because, you know... Um, some people in high positions at Warner Brothers didn't want the Zack Schneider's version to be released. Uh, it was a mandate by the parent company, AT&T, when they merged. But, um, but yeah, anywho, whatever it is, yeah, it leaked <laughs> for some strange reason. And some people got a, a nice glimpse at it for uh, no. two hours. Yeah, you say conspiracy theories, because that is, I mean... Knowing how technology works, all it takes is one little flub up of the mouse or, mm-hmm. or the, the programming, you know, to for something like that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I because okay, so is it called Justice League or the Justice League? It is called Zack Schneider's Justice League. Okay. Well, I was trying to see how close it was named to Tom and Jerry, but <laughs> yeah, not I close actually, at all. I actually heard from a couple of people talk about Tom and Jerry and basically one person said he wished he could get two hours of his life back. After and I watching agree with that. him. You saw it? Yeah. Ooh. 
I couldn't I couldn't talk about it without seeing it. It's um it's the same old tire formula of um I don't know why they don't let these cartoons exist in their own universe. They always have to be fish out of water in um the real world. And uh-huh. yeah, this movie was all over the place. It's that's the least of what his problem is, that tired um <laughs> That tired formula because it it worked with Sonic the Hedgehog. I like I actually like Sonic the Hedgehog, okay. but this movie it was lazy and you got two multi generational characters, popular characters, and you all can't turn in a decent movie with them. When when, when does Sonic the Hedgehog come out? The early nineties, and yeah. you got Tom and Jerry. You've been around forever. It should it should write itself, but no, you got. A, a subplot about a wedding of a rich couple and some um scheming kid who's it's just all over the place and just weird yeah and well then maybe i'll avoid that one yes <laughs> yeah i'll give yeah, you cause... but yeah anyway yeah that's that's that so okay well that's interesting the leak but it did well actually uh, theatrically, made fifteen million in um, the opening weekend. I guess people really want to get back to this. Either. Yeah, and well, <laughs> I mean, you probably had a lot of people going into it not knowing, and then you know, get out of there and probably mm-hmm. were like, "I can't believe I spent money on that." <laughs> it's just the fact that that many people went. At period. That's yeah. Just... Well, maybe things are looking up. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, so. Let's see. So that was the week. Can't remember if I had anything else before I want to talk about the two big ones. Well, one thing I do want to talk about, it's related to one of them. So we'll, we'll let that segue into it. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think I might know what that is. Maybe. That's what I was going to bring up if you didn't. Maybe or maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So let's start with coming to America. Yes. Coming or coming to America. the number two, America. All right. What'd you think? Um, my overall, I could slap an easy overall rating on it. Um, I give it a three out of five. It was nowhere I, near terrible or bad, but it was never going to be anywhere close to the classic the original was. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. It's, um, I did have a couple problems with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I think the pacing was terrible. Yeah, I agree with that. Is it, it was all over the place? Because here's the problem. Okay, so here's there. If they need a director cut, they need to do it on this because I feel like there is stuff that was I'm recorded that's left on the floor because it doesn't seem too finished. It's only an hour and 30 minutes, 35 minutes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, standard is very short, yeah. It's short, and you feel it. Like, things just are popping, and they're happening, and all of a sudden, it's you got a problem, and it's resolved very quickly, and I'm like, Wait. Or just ignore it altogether. Or ignore it, yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, and it's just, it's very off-putting. So you notice that, too, because I was like, man, I hope I'm not just crazy. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a uneven yeah, pace. And I'm glad you said that about um about that. Um, so how the story goes before the pandemic happened. 
um, coming to America was supposedly being filmed as um, an R-rated movie. Mm. Or I'm not, no, let me rephrase that. Um, so I read there was an article. Um, a cinematographer mentioned that he wished they hadn't cut. Ah. And, um, <laughs> but anywho, I don't know how many. Um, uh, well, okay, to elaborate on that, he was talking about. Um, the cinematographer was talking about the um the dance numbers were longer. Yes, and um, then he said that's what he was bummed about. I guess he liked what he shot. I can tell you, and, um, I did not. That? I did not like all. It was very musical. Like it had one too many musical numbers. Yeah, I can see why they cut that down. I guess that's just the cinematographer. But um, going um, a step back to what I was saying. So before the pandemic, the movie was being shot. I'm sorry, not as already. It was being shot as a PG-13 out the gate. Uh-huh. Because um, Paramount, um, obviously. They were making a movie thinking it was, you know, going to go to the theaters and they wanted to maximize all their profits. And the problem I had with it is you have all of these raunchy comedians, comedic actors who couldn't be raunchy. Gotcha. They only could be PG-13 raunchy. I mean, um, even, you know, Arsenio, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Um, Leslie Jones, Tracy Morgan, just to name a few. And you have a couple of other ones in there who, just them two alone, Leslie or Tracy Morgan alone, you could tell he was just sanitized a bit. But anyway, <laughs> the PG 13 rating didn't lend itself well to the material, you know, being coming from the right. um, predecessor of something that was um, a hard R comedy. Right. You know, that would have been cool if they um even the first one going back to that one. Funny enough, Eddie Murphy had just came off of his stand up Eddie Murphy Raw, which set the record for f bombs, right? Right. And Coming to America came out in '88, and Eddie Murphy was actually the least raunchy person in the movie. Everything around him was made the movie rated R. Right. If you well, remember, he only cussed two times in that movie. Yeah, because of who the character was. Right. But um, now that's just a little complaint about it. But yeah, like he said, the editing was all over the place. It was like it it really messed with the pace. And uh, like I said, it just it felt like there were too it went too quick. Like, mm-hmm. for example, OK, so the daughter. Right. She was all in an uproar and she didn't like what was going on. And then in like a, a yes. three minute scene. Boom! She turned around and was and was gung ho to help. Yeah, uh, it's like a print. shoulder shrug. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. And I was starting to like that the, the way that I was developing. Right. I thought there'd be more animosity, and then yeah. something major would happen. Like, I could think of a few times where they could have pushed it, right. and it didn't. It just was like a light bulb just went on, and then right. she was fine with it. And hey, from now on. But there were, you know, there were a couple things yeah. in the movie that that happened to, like yeah. also uh, the lead. I mean, the the main story. Um, I didn't. <clears throat> I mean, it was well because um, they were good. They were good actors. The lead who played um Akeem's um son 
and the um the groomer, the barber who was right. would become his actual love interest. Uh, I don't think they dedicated as much time to that as they should have. That felt rushed. Exactly. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I was, I was going to ask you this question. How long was he there? Because he he does he like you said, he meets this barber and then they instantly like instantly yeah. fall in love. And I was like that was too quick. Like one night one night looking at the stars talking to each other all yeah. of a sudden boom. You're the woman of my life. (laughs) Make it seem like they were there less than a week. (laughs) Exactly. Like he just got off the plane. He's doing all these tests. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's like instantly in love and going to marry this girl for the, you know, it's like, that was very quick. There was, I, there needed to be more play, more, uh, not foreplay, but like flirting, (laughs) I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like they needed to, to, to play off each other a little more. I agree. And that's why yeah. I was saying, that's why I was surprised. Like it was an hour and 30 minutes and I'm like, you're streaming. Yeah. You, and I know that wasn't the idea going into it, but I mean, even, but even then, then they had, um, several months in between after, um, Amazon bought the movie to do whatever they wanted to with it. So right. I'm curious. Right. They just left it as is, which I'm, I think they obviously did, but even without that, those are the flaws we've been um, dwelling on. But obviously, it's nice to see um, you know Eddie Murphy back in Arsenio, yeah. who haven't lost um, chemistry wise a step. You know, being real friends probably helped with that. Yeah, and um, the movie looks fantastic. Yes, like costumes, production design, um, um, cinematography and the parts that are cg that are kind of not look they it's hard to tell that they're cg but you can let me ask you that speaking of that um i guess um arsenio was telling the story to flash back into how he um eddie murphy did what he did when (laughs) when they flash back to the club scene from the first movie right they showed the actual footage from the first movie right Uh uh-huh and then it cuts to the new footage and it's it's pretty seamless when Arsenio is still in the club right and that was that was pretty awesome um the production um value of that and um you could tell a little bit they weren't trying to go too far with it but even the the de-aging they used a little bit yeah was interesting I mean this is an effect it's a comedy it's a a a 60 million dollar movie I think it was pretty good for what it was yeah I mean it you could tell like I said, I, the technology on the de-aging has gotten so good that yeah. it it didn't look as fake as it used to. Like it was almost believable that that footage could have came from the eighties. Yeah, you know, like it could have been like a shot left on the floor until you get to Leslie Jones, and then you're like, okay, this right. is this is new. So some of the de-aging was good, yeah, uh, but even like some of like the outside shot of the house, you know, all those trees and, and crap were, were CG, but it, it doesn't, it didn't look like it. Like back right. in the old days, you know, you could tell the matte painting versus the actual house and things like that all looked mm-hmm. good. Uh, unbelievable. The lion wasn't too bad. Yeah, no, not at all. They did. Um, that, that was pretty good. But um, character wise, another character I like, I think he, Every scene he's in is awesome. 
Your and twin? What's that? Your twin? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Wesley? And, this, and he's not a comedy guy, really. Even though he has been. And he, I think he does real well in his movie, Wesley Snipes. It's almost almost um, as good as his Simon Phoenix role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, he's having obviously having fun. Right. You know, you could tell, and yeah, he that was that was some good. But that then again, that's another part that I felt needed more development. Like I didn't. Yeah. I I would like to have seen more. Yeah, more animosity, more why he wants to do what he what he's doing because it, you know, he's portrayed as this general that wants to take over but then all of a sudden right now i was going to be a dictator yeah you know and then he turns himself around too easily in my opinion like i was waiting for him to like go back on some of his word or something but at the end he was just a new man and i'm like see it just i understand you know why they were doing it and everything but i think it could have been developed a little bit more and it might have made it a little bit better movie that's true. And um, we talked about the all the behind the camera stuff. There's another thing that I got to give credit to. And, you know, um, you'll know why the original movie was the first movie that Eddie Murphy worked with the great Rick Baker. Uh, makeup effects artist. And he would go oh, on and yeah. work with him so many other times and um, uh, Nutty Professor twice and um, Norbit and a couple of other movies he worked with eddie a lot i think vampire in brooklyn but anyway um rick baker had since retired from um, the industry and i gotta give credit to uh, the makeup effects in the movie yeah you know specifically with the um um the barbers they look just like they did yeah and of course obviously they're older (laughs) right but they look the same and the the witch doctor um that was crazy yeah that was our my right <laughs> which is nuts yeah but yeah, yeah. It was, that's good um good makeup effects but yeah i think it's just um yeah going into it thinking it could come anything close to the original is just very unrealistic expectations probably because yeah probably. because no definitely something a genre that really does terribly with belated movies is comedy Right. I think it's 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 so many movies. Um by comparison, um, we get a sequel, a belated sequel, 30 years plus to Blade Runner, and it turns out to be one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever. Right. In my humble opinion. That's what I think Blade Runner 2049 is. No, that's that's a good opinion. <laughs> but then in comedies, we get belated comedies, we get um Zoolander 2. <laughs> We get dumb and dumber too. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's no yeah. like great belated comedy sequel. I'm sure it's plenty more out there, but those are just the examples that come um to mind. And yeah. I think on that on that from that um point point of view, I think coming to America is um it did a pretty good job. Well, you know they want uh I don't know how valid this is. I think I think it's true that Eddie wanted uh, Sherman Clump to be, do a cameo, 
or the clumps, all of them. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. But they were talking about money, like they didn't really have the money not to pay him, but to get all the uh, resources to do that, all the costuming and and yeah, time I think to that shoot was, it and um, everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that um could most likely be be true. Yeah, so I was like, but you know, he still had all. I think keeping it to the original characters, basically, and having yeah all the old characters reprised, uh, is all you really need. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and old James Earl Jones looking old. Man. Well, he is ninety-one. I know. <laughs> and actually Man. he was legitimately retired and he um that's why his role is basically a cameo in the movie. It's a pretty long cameo. <laughs> it is a little extended. I mean, what well, yeah, scenes, extended yeah. 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 But did you but, get the sense that maybe he wasn't really standing up in that coffin? Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, now that I think of it, it's something something kind of kind of was funny to me like maybe he can't he, he couldn't stand because he was in the bed and then he was in the coffin you never see him get up but to me the the coffin shots looked like he was sitting down just the way his posture was right and then the faraway shots either look like a stand-in or cgi'd of some time yeah. yeah it's interesting i didn't um, you know look at it like that. i'd be curious it's just it was for me it was just that much noticeable when i was watching it and it made me question it you know mm. and i don't know maybe i can't see him standing up that long at 91 anyway, so. right yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but overall yeah i i'd say your rating is spot on i mean it's definitely something to watch if you like the original yeah you're not going to get it if you don't know anything about the original. <laughs> right. And uh, you got, oh, you also had uh, Louie in there. A little, little cameo, Louie. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah, they basically everybody who was, uh, almost everybody who was in the first one came back. Yeah. <laughs> who was yeah. alive. Exactly. And that's why I'm assuming his mom wasn't in there. Did that actress? Oh, yeah, she passed in uh, the mid-90s. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, early on. Crazy. Yes, yes. All right. So let's talk about WandaVision. Oh, yes. Okay. So that was that finale. Well, just, just the past couple episodes, you take I think I got it hooked me for the last I think five episodes from the point mm. where they start you start seeing the real world right on I think just those episodes was the most awesome thing to watch and to for luckily for them I think this is this is good luckily the pandemic changed Marvel's schedule mm-hmm. because this is a great start to introducing all their TV shows, which wasn't supposed to be the first one. Right, that's true. You know, wasn't it like when the the Winter Soldier one? 
supposed to be yeah, the first I think one. that was going to be uh yeah the first one and they just um switched them around right but i think that's great to get people to actually want to see what the other shows look like mm-hmm. i think if it was the other way around one division might have got overlooked by a lot of people yeah and um and ironically then yeah that's that's um what probably the best thing they could have done because um yeah yeah, WandaVision, we knew it was going to be something different, but we didn't know exactly what it was going to be. But it's, it was a pretty awesome what they did give us. And it's not the same old, same old, just action to action, even though um, more, well, all of the MCU movies are essentially action driven. And um, yeah, but this is something very different. This is um probably the first mainly character driven thing by the mcu like all kept character driven right right well, and, most um, the last yeah, episode was, there was your typical yeah oh yeah action of course know, you have to bring that in yeah but um driven but it's, it's just that more better because of what led up to it it's right. not empty it's um, emotional and uh but no it's um that was a fantastic show and i applaud the show for being unlike the early watchers of the show, I applaud the show for being patient. Right. And <laughs> people watching the show, because yeah, the first three episodes, the first two episodes, if not three, weren't the black and white episodes, right? I think the first two and then the end of the in second half, one. Yeah. It ended in. Yeah, they went to the yeah. now in color thingy. Yeah. But yeah, I know, <laughs> I know a person who said, um, they didn't watch it because oh, it was in black and white. I'm like, really? Oh my god! <laughs> but no, it's um fantastic. The little clues, little nuances, the the um yeah. the fake commercials. <laughs> oh, and have you read the article about the person who breaks down the commercials and what they mean to her? Uh, yeah, I did. That's crazy. It was, yeah, it is. That's um. Yeah, I read an article and it was awesome. And especially the when you get past how disturbing the one with the little kid and the shark on the island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And then you break that down what it um what it really means. I'm, yeah, that's like awesome. Yeah, I I was uh really enjoying it. Did not did not want it to end, but I think it ended very well. Um mm-hmm left it like you like you said you told you told me this is going to happen they left it open-ended for certain characters to appear which will probably be in movies right or other shows we already know uh the white vision took off Mm -hmm. so he's somewhere um and then of course uh agatha yeah she'll probably pop up at some point in time and then we know scarlet's gonna be in uh yeah uh dr strange which is kind of interesting because if it's gonna be a multiverse why do you think he needs her to help him do something in a multiverse because he's already been in the multiverse 
you know, he's already been in different realities. So right, well, yeah, that's true. Different, um, you know, time periods and with the Dharmamu thing, and yeah. so but I think you, it could probably be even more interesting than that. That, um, she can actually, well, yeah, be the reason why he needs to be, and she could probably potentially even, um, be a villain. That's what I was going to ask you. I was just going to ask you that. Do you think, as it was left? Is she really the villain or just an outcast like she was? Yeah, that's um that's the question. That's um I think the show definitely was designed to leave you with that cliffhanger. Because I you know, kinda like it's <laughs> a weird analogy, but it's kinda like wreck it Ralph. You know, just because I am bad guy does not mean I am bad guy. <laughs> that's funny. You know, (laughs) you know, that's how I felt like she when she left, I didn't think she was a villain. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, She just misdid her feelings or something. Uh, But that's just how it could probably play in because um, Dr. Strange is the protector. True. um, And he could probably what she's doing isn't safe for she could open up all types of like realities and stuff. It's so much they could do with it. That's the awesome thing. Right. And I'm pretty sure. And um, like you said, with the, the pandemic, I uh, had everybody press pause. And I think that was for the better. I think this break for MCU was um definitely to their strengths. Well needed. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, um superhero movie fatigue yeah even though these movies were they were still good i'm sure black widow is gonna be good i think it's gonna gonna make it a little bit you know you can put another stamp on it always it's 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 fresh it's gonna last longer right because um yeah because it's the longest period that there's been no theatrical mcu movie which last like I said, you know, I've told you before, it's like after anything? Is that the last one? Yeah. Um, no, that was Spider-Man, no. actually. Okay, um, after Far home, after yeah. Far From Home, that I wanted to be done with it. Like, <laughs> I've done follow everything I could, and I want to be done with it. And I didn't care what happened after. Well, this... Uh, WandaVision may not do it for me, but if they have more stuff like this, like this show, yeah, uh, that would be awesome. But I, I seriously doubt anything's going to be able to live up to this show. I think, yeah, it's just like The Mandalorian. They just got everything right at the mm-hmm. same time, and it produced something awesome. Yeah. And like, and so that's why I think that like, it's really, really trying to compete for my top Marvel thing. I know it's not a movie, Mm -hmm. but also being able to do it in an episode because they started out at what, like 30 minute episodes, but the last couple were like 40, like went up to to 45, right? Yeah, 40, 45. So you got to think this was probably two movies. Two movies of of info into one show. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah. I think that helped it uh, develop and, and become as awesome as it was. Uh, yep. The characters and, and Catherine Hahn's character, the way she played it, uh, Agatha was, <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. And uh, did you know? Did you know that damn song, Agatha All Along, was actually like top of the iTunes charts? <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> was buying that damn song. I saw that everybody on a, <laughs> on an interview with uh, uh, was it? It was one of the late night talk shows. I can't remember if it was Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. And it's kind of messed that that became um a or meme Conan or something. <laughs> That's what? funny. I didn't know that that sold. Um, yeah, it, it was, I know it was popular. <laughs> well, that makes sense because it became a, a meme too. Like at the end of that song, and you know, she said, "I killed Sparky too." Yeah, <laughs> and people yeah. that people made a meme out of that, and um, it was one that was really funny. But then again, you know, the, it's super bogus because you know people did, but. Um, they had a meme, and um, you know, with Ag- Agatha and looking at the frame, and it said, "I shut off the power in Texas too." <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> people oh, just couldn't. That's funny. Yeah, and context to the people not, and to the people listening not living in Texas. Um, a month ago now, a little over a month ago now, there was a yeah a record breaking winter storm that just put everything in disarray in Texas. Power shut off, water was. Shut off, contaminated. Uh, but anyway, gas, yeah. gas. Some some places, even around my house, uh, we're having gas issues, and we rely a lot of the neighborhoods around here are gas heated. Um, like my house, the heater is gas, not electric. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it really crippled a lot of stuff around here. No, oh, yeah. But anyway. But yeah, back to that. It was so that is funny. So how it was left, okay, with uh what's her name? Is it Rambo? No. Yeah, Monica Rambo. That's it. Monica Rambo. Okay, mm-hmm. so Rambo, um and then the uh scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, the scrolls, yeah. Scroll at the end. Okay. So there was a lot of reference to her and her character in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I finally watched it. Oh, Captain Marvel, yeah. Yes. And not that I did not want to watch it when it came out, but I think it just, I had other things going on and I missed it. Like I was not able to catch it. Mm-hmm. And then I really don't have, you know, didn't have anything streaming at the time that had it. So. To catch myself up, I watched it. That was a good movie, too. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was good. I, the only problem I had was the way she, uh, Captain uh, Brie Larson, Mm -hmm. portrayed her character in the Avengers. Because in, in, in Captain, in her movie, her own movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked her character. Yeah. But I could tell you this: my first introduction to her character was in uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And the little in the little uh, 
end credits or whatever it was. And I did not like her character. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. She played it different. And I don't know if it's directors or it was choice or they made her do it, but like the way she portrayed Captain Marvel in the movie Captain Marvel, I really liked. Like I liked how she was she's just too damn serious in the Avengers movies. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just was very I don't know. I didn't I was like, oh, she just plays this tough I'm the you know, I'm the best type role, but in in the in her movie Completely different in my opinion. Yeah, it's interesting. Have to go take another look at that. Do because <laughs> I want to see if I'm just seeing things or I just didn't. If I was just expecting something else, but like her playfulness a lot of, um... in the in the Captain Marvel, she was very playful. Very, she had a lot of like funny things. Yeah, that's true. Well, actually, to to be fair, every scene she was in in Avengers Endgame was quite under. Um, strenuous circumstances. Yeah, I guess. If you, if you think about that, you know. I know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're missing yeah. one big thing. What? The biggest character arc in MCU existence. What? Is Agent Wu, Jimmy Wu. Oh, and his magic tree? <laughs> and his magic tree. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yeah. Everybody oh, all man. see that, that's that probably went thing. over. What's that? I haven't seen Ant Man. Uh Ant Man. Uh, that would have been in the second one. I haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, but yeah, they introduced that. And that was pretty funny too. Um, their dynamic. Um, you definitely gotta watch those too. Well, I'll probably watch it now because <laughs> so here's what I here's what I was looking at when when all these movies were coming out, and it was just it was getting fatigued, like I told you. Mm -hmm. uh, when I went in Avengers, I was like, okay, I'm just going to finish this out with the characters that I know. Mm -hmm. I did not, I did not see Dr. Strange in the theater. I have, that's true, but I have seen it, uh, which it wasn't yeah, bad. Cause your introduction to him was actually in Thor Ragnarok. Right. That was and the first so, time. Cause you saw that in theaters. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, well, now I got to go back and watch it. <laughs> so I never saw I know I know this is this hurts a lot of people, but I've never never seen all of the Gardens of Galaxy one and I've not seen part two. Oh, you gotta definitely see those. Okay. But I tell you this, what did and this is just in general, the like I said, the fatigue didn't have that much to do with the actual quality of the movie so much, especially in um phase three. Um the genius thing that Marvel Studios did with the movies is while they're all Marvel movies involving superheroes, they added all of the movies had different subgenres to them. Right. Like, for example, um, Captain America, uh, The Winter Soldier, it was basically um, a throwback to 70s espionage movies that uh -huh. just happened to have Captain America in it. Ant Man, um, the first and second one, they're heist movies. Okay, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy—they're um, they're straight sci-fi movies taking place in space. Mm -hmm. With um, you know um, oh, without giving too much, well, you haven't seen the second one, so I keep that one. But yeah, it's and that's what kept the the movies kind of fresh because they were banging them out one after the other, 
and, and yeah, it was still. And I think here's the other thing that I thought about that I could rationalize why I didn't see the other. Mm-hmm. Because I was watching the main, you know, uh, uh, the main characters plus Avenger movies. So right. I didn't, I knew who Ant-Man was. I knew who played him. I knew what his character did. So when he appeared in Civil War, I didn't really need an introduction. Okay. But I didn't feel like I had to watch his movie to know all that. Mm-hmm. Because his storyline kind of intertwined with their storyline. Okay. Same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I have seen a majority of the first one. I've just not seen all of it. No, I don't think, I don't think I've seen the beginning. Oh, but I think I've seen from there on to the end. I don't know, Um, (laughs) but yeah. Okay. So they're, they're characters. I knew who they were. I knew what part they play in all the movies. Didn't need to know that. Um, I think the one thing that the reason why I was more curious about uh, Captain Marvel's movie was it's kind of leading you on to a different storyline with the scrolls because the first time I was introduced introduced to it was that in scene with uh, I can't remember after which movie it was, but it was Nick Fury on the spaceship. Yeah, that was um Spider-Man movie. Okay, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after at the end of that, so I was like, "Whoa, I missed something." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, what like, the heck is he doing? That's, that's right. Yeah, that's when I realized I should have probably watched <laughs> Captain <laughs> yeah. Marvel because that's introduce. I think that's introducing a whole new storyline because you know the first yeah. ones was all Infinity Stone all the way up until um, Thanos. So mm-hmm. all those movies kind of intertwined. You kind of knew what it was, and now you got this scroll and, and what's going on with that. Then I was like, well, there, here's a whole other story that I have know nothing about. And now there's new characters. And, and, and now uh, WandaVision, again, is, is popping up with the same scrolls. So they're obviously trying to play these characters into a bigger role right you know so that's why i was like well maybe i should watch this weekend maybe i should watch yeah captain Captain marvel Marvel. to get situated with what the hell's going on it would did not go like i thought it was like or thought it would (laughs) um very interesting i thought it was going to be your typical origin story use the first half of the movie you see how get your emotional connection with her original self and then you're introduced to her new self did not mm-hmm. go that way and i was actually quite uh surprised and and um i liked it like yeah. you were introduced you were just introduced to her character what she did and all the origin stuff came back from like flashbacks and memories and things like that and her trying to figure all that out mm-hmm. that i thought that was well done Definitely. I never thought um I see Annette Benning in a superhero movie. That surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> and she like, played a real well too. That was funny. Because that's and that's how it opens. Mm-hmm. Like with her dream, and then like the first 
you see her. And then the second face you see is Annette Benning, and I'm like looking at it going, What? Yeah. Really? You know, it was it was very interesting. Yes, um, definitely. And um, yeah, we were talking about this. What was that? On coming to America. And um, you know, Marvel really started to get down whatever it was, um they only de-aging because Samuel Jackson in the movie. Oh yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. the seams at all. Yeah, not him. Colson, you could. Yeah. Uh, Craig, what's his name? Uh, uh, Craig, Clark, uh, Clark Gregg. Clark, yeah. Um, you could tell his face was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a little fake. <laughs> but yeah, no, Samuel Jackson's face. It was like wow, that you couldn't tell. Yeah, was... <laughs> at all. That was pretty cool. So now I know where Rambo, who Rambo is, you know, mm-hmm. in the movie, she's a, she's a kid and I'm pretty sure she's going to play some major role in the next, uh, Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. When is that coming out? Um, the next one, no release date. They have it set up. I don't even think it's filming out of all the movies that are filming. Really? But they got everything in place. Huh. If I'm not mistaken. So because well, um, I mean, they're even shooting the new Thor movie. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're shooting the new Ant Man movie. <laughs> Did you see screen any any uh, set photos from um, the new Thor? Yeah, I saw um a couple. Which one? Did you see the? Uh, apparently, they're gonna have another fake play. Uh, yeah, with all the actors being cast. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Matt Damon, Sam Neill, and um, uh, what's his name's brother? Well, they got Melissa McCarthy. Oh, to play. Uh... <laughs> now I don't remember her name. I love that movie, and I uh, remember <laughs> the name. His sister. Oh, it's about um Hella. Hella. God. Yeah. Dog it. <laughs> Yeah, she oh, she's obviously with her headset and the costume. I'm pretty sure she's playing Hella. Yeah, that Melissa makes McCarthy, sense. So, but I was looking at some of the the shots of Natalie Portman, and uh, that's got to be fake muscles, right? Um, yeah, she got because she got on a long sleeve shirt or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was looking. I'm like, nah, that's probably just a bleary. The blurry shot, but yeah, so she does appear to be kind of buff. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks very out of character. I was like, oh, uh, that's weird. So. Yeah, I know. Before we forget, I wanted to now that you've seen Captain Marvel. Okay. Um, so you saw the the end credits when the Avengers are examining um Nick Fury's pager. Yes. That he dropped in Infinity War. Now, this this um captain no actually technically avengers endgame ends a trend that has been happening with every single marvel movie up to that point with the um with the end credits um stingers or sequence or the mid-credits stingers what um every movie that had a mid-credit stinger that leads into the next movie like that same scene would be in the next movie right oh yeah um, Captain Marvel doesn't do that with Avengers Endgame. 
I don't know how well you remember it. They're examining a pager and um even for example, Captain America still has his beard when she shows up, like where's um Fury? Right. And when Avenger Endgame comes on, you know, they've already she's already searching for Stark. And they don't continue from that scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the I don't know why they did that. And that started rumors like there was a more scenes of Captain Marvel in the movie and but when that's that's most likely a we'll never know. Huh. And okay. My Disney Plus freaks out. What was the so the mid credits was that? Was mm-hmm. there an end credits on Captain Marvel? Yeah, it, it wasn't that. <laughs> it's funny. What was it's, it? Um the cat uh, coughs up the cube. Okay. That's it on a desk. Because I, ch- something happens with my Disney Plus on my TV. It mm-hmm. like you can be watching, but you yeah. get no input commands after that. Like mm. my remote won't work. It's the only program that it does this with. But I couldn't fast forward through the credits to get to that scene. Mm. I had to turn off my TV, and then by the time I did that, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not even. Yeah, I think it's still a lot of bugs with these newer streaming services. Yeah, because any even like um, I was watching one WandaVision a couple of weeks ago, and I went to go pause it, and I couldn't pause it. Yeah, and that's interesting. Nothing on my remote worked except the power button. Like I could turn it off, and then uh, turn it back on, but then I had to restart and fast forward through some of the part I already saw, so I don't hmm. know. It's kind of weird. But anyway. <laughs> weird uh, indeed. So, yeah, so I caught up with that. Um, but overall, uh, Captain Marvel was pretty good. Yes, yes. Jude Law was pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, surprised to see old Digimon, whatever. I can't remember pronounce his name. Dig- uh, is it Digimon? Digimon? Yeah, Digimon. Yeah, Digimon uh play and his typical self uh, <laughs> he's the and, same um, in every movie <laughs> that was funny but um did you get the reference to stan lee cameo which was technically his last filmed cameo when he was on a bus reading the script he was repeating his line and oh, and Marvel. it was it was for uh oh Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. <laughs> like trust me, true believer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mall rats. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And the timeline. It's awesome because the timelines would have matched up. Yeah. That did come out in 90 um with the year the movie takes place. I can't believe he's been gone that long because yeah. oh, and what did you think? I'm sorry uh, to cut you off. The what? um the Marvel dedicated um logo to him. That's that what was, I was fixing yeah. to mention. <laughs> because it yeah. started up and I was I noticed it right off the bat that it was all him and I was like, wait yeah. a minute. I was like, dang, did he die before this? Was uh, it that yep. long ago? Yeah. I was like, wow. Time flies when you're in a pandemic. That's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, because he technically shot that before his cameo in Endgame when he was in a car. Right. 
and he was speeding off in the, in the yeah that was the 60s uh, yeah the 60s 60s or 70s i can't remember that yeah he speeds off in front of the base that they have to i did watch that a couple weeks ago too just just needed something to watch i watched it again <laughs> It's been a while. I I don't think I've watched it since the theater. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, eh, I feel like getting the room dusty again. Let's see. <laughs> Let's watch yeah. this one. So yeah, Captain Marvel two is only in development. It's not filming yet. That's kind of surprising. And I'm sorry, it's in pre production, so it's closer to getting filmed. Uh, Black Panther 2 is in development. Ant-Man 3 is filming. Guardians 3 in development. So everything else is filming. Uh, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Internals is done. Shang-Chi and Black Widow was in the can. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. I, I, I would have thought they would want to play off of the fame and get yeah, another November movie. 11, 2022 is this release date for Captain Marvel 2. I truly think that we needed Captain Marvel 2 before another Thor movie. Um, yeah, you know? I would have been happy with that. Um, yeah. We've already, yeah. I mean, we already know that. We don't need, Ooh. you need a new new storyline. It's going to be interesting. Nonetheless, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back on one thing. I just, I just remembered something. On coming to America too. Oh, why do you think? Why do you think Paramount didn't pick it up? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, the For, network. Yeah. Um, I guess because that offer <laughs> that Amazon made them. But you would have thought if they knew. Okay, at the point that all this happened, they had to know. They were going to rebrand CBS yeah. All Access, and now they're going to make Paramount Plus, and they want to mm-hmm. make it. They want to compete with all the other pluses. Yeah, uh, I think I can answer that question actually. Okay, um, because um, it wasn't just as simple as um, them um, saying, "Okay, we're going to debut it on um, our thing and put it in theaters." I think Paramount would have wanted to. Uh, releasing in theater simultaneously like the HBO thing is doing. Mm-hmm. But people don't realize HBO um, or Warner Brothers or whatever, they have a pretty um, decent deal with the movie theaters to do what they're doing with that. Because, for example, um, Disney, Raya, and The Last Dragon, um, yeah. theaters at the same time, and premium Disney Plus, but you're not going to see it in any Cinemark. Right. You know, and I think probably, and then Amazon came along with coming to America with that 120 mil, and they were like, okay, this is a win-win. We're not sure if we're gonna have any of these deals in place with the theaters. What if no theater takes the deal? You know, right? Okay. So they just get that, yeah. you know, all profit. Makes from sense. The Amazon deal. I was just when the opening logo came on, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why didn't Paramount want this? Why did yeah. they let it go? But yeah, that makes sense. You know, because what they're doing, they're going to debut their movies. What? How many days they said? They said two months after um, Paramount. No, because yeah, it was three. No. Yeah, what was it? 
We talked about this. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't remember. I, it, <laughs> maybe it was two months. I, I, yeah, it's like thirty or forty days, something like that. They're gonna yeah, debut. Yeah, it's it's. Was it twenty? Twenty days? No, I don't know. I have to go back to listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, you know that's true. The what was that? Um, Maverick and. Couple other movies, yeah. They're gonna release first and then mm-hmm. not simultaneously. I don't know. It was just something I thought of while yeah. I was watching it. Yeah, I guess you just you got a, a new deal. You just <laughs> don't pass it up. Yeah. Well, that is a good deal. Oh, mm-hmm. Did you know? <laughs> did you stay for the end credits? Um, yeah, I stayed. After okay. So, <laughs> did you read? Where they spent sh- what studio they filmed coming to America? Oh, definitely. I knew that before it um even came out. Did you? Your buddy, uh-huh. your favorite. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was the second movie uh, to be filmed at Tyler Perry Studios. Really? Yeah, first movie, Bad Boys for Life. I would have thought he had more already. Hmm. Only two. Yeah. Well, no, that was only oh, that was the second. It's been more since. At okay. the time when it was filmed, because they the filmed the movies in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, they filmed it before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, they done um quite a few um, movies since. Yeah, I saw that at the end. I was like, oh, Eric, <laughs> Eric probably loved that. So good. I mean, hey, it's good business. I'm not a fan yeah. of his filmmaking, but that's I like what he's doing with the studio. Yeah. Uh, uh, 45 days that's the answer 45 days okay yeah after they hit theaters i know two months sounded too long anything above them (laughs) so it's a month and a half yeah a month and a half okay well well all right well got anything else you wanna oh yeah it's one thing we actually covered in the last episode we're not covered but we spoke of this person and a certain uh-huh. movie this person was doing, and he's in the news again this week. Which is <laughs> so there's been a surprise announcement in China. Avatar is gonna get a re-release. I did not hear about this. Oh, you so you don't know why then? No, I don't. This ties into our previous um topic on this episode. Oh my god, what so Internationally, Avengers Endgame is the highest grossing movie of all time, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Avatar Just... is only $7.3 million away from holding a title again. So that's the reason for the surprise re-release in China. You can't see my face right now. <laughs> I can imagine how it looks because I've not had the same face. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can't be. Yeah. Oh my god! Why can't he just leave it alone? And you know what's funny though? It's a little joke on Zoe Zaldana is like, eh, it doesn't matter. I'm in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, still, I mean, God, we're gonna. He's gonna try and Titanic this thing, huh? Yeah, two billion Avengers in games at two billion seven hundred and ninety-seven million five hundred thousand. 
Avatar 2,789,854,000. Oh, he'll no doubt. that It'll surpass it because yeah, the ticket definitely. prices today and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and- to dedicate a... We could dedicate a whole episode to that on the math. We've been talking about this since it came out and the circumstances of why it made that much. And oh yeah, and and that doesn't truly reflect nah. number of tickets yeah, sold and what really holds records on those. Those those are big topics right there. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm surprised you didn't hear about this. It's- <laughs> no Cameron surprisingly just... enough that has not come in any of my news feeds and i it's probably knows i don't want to know it <laughs> yeah that's funny so yeah you're gonna get to do it in that's crazy yeah so and he's I just wonder... gonna it's gonna be like titanic all over again he's just gonna hold that spot yeah that's number three yeah well you Still. know why it's number three <laughs> Because it was out in the booth. Interesting. Like One, two, years. two, three. Yeah, three MCU movies in the top ten international highest grossing of all time. Yeah. And oh, God. Don't you want to say that movie? Ew. So how far down is... Uh... I'm sorry. One, two, three. Yeah, there's three. How far down is Dark Knight now? The Dark Knight? No, yeah. was it the Dark Knight? Which one? Yeah. Is Dark Knight? Um. Ooh, but where is it? I don't think it's. Unless I'm overlooking it, where is it? That might be domestic. Where that's high up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not it not is, international. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because I remember um, that. Yeah, because Dark Knight Rises is number 31 on this list. I haven't even seen the the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, the Dark Knight is 48. Still a billion, but... Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for ending it on that note. (laughs) Oh, man. Lord, I could have done without it. (laughs) Anyway. All right, well. Uh, I think we'll call it there. I mean, you want to give your typical plugs? Um, uh, yep, Sigmund Cinema, Twitter, Instagram, and that should, yep, that should do it. All right, well, we will talk to y'all later. All righty. <laughs>